Welcome back, everyone, to the Suit Yourself Podcast, part of the Finish First Media Network team. I'm co-host number one, Austin, joined tonight by co-host number two, Brandon. Not number two as in uh, the Second secondary next. option, just A, B, or, uh, you know, one A. One uh, B? Something like that, yes. Uh, there is no rank associated with that statement. Not uh, Brandon, have you been having a good day today? It's been a mixed day. Uh, my favorite TV show at the time, Dark, it, on Netflix, great show. It ended today. Or it ended a few months ago, but I just got to the end of it today. Mm. And that's consumed most of my spare time for the past three weeks. So I'm Sounds like you need a hobby. It, it uh, does, Jumping yes. to a very quick question. We have not done this in a couple episodes. Uh, question for Brandon that used to be traditional, not so much anymore, but... Sometimes traditional. Uh, Brandon, what is the saddest color? You get 20 seconds to answer this question. Oh, Which blue. color do you associate blue, with man. sadness? Blue. And explain why. Well, maybe when people are sad, they're gone feeling so blue. Or they used to back in the day. They don't anymore. But if you look up colors, you can just Google 10 seconds. It. Just Google saddest color and blue will be the color. I feel like it is kind of not. But that is a, a even dis- Eeyore, segment is not for even me. It's Eeyore for you. and Pooh Bear. He was blue. Like, uh, uh, figuratively and literally. Was he or was it like a light bluish pew? He's a purplish yeah, that, hue. That dumb donkey. He was well, no, maybe. Well, it's not an amethyst. Baller. I don't know. Anyways, welcome back to today. Uh, today is 9-23. What day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Of 2020, the year of terrible. Uh, on today's show, we are going to do a preview of the upcoming week three games. Uh, so thankful we made it this far. I was, I think this is a little longer than some people might have even hoped for, but we got three weeks out of this so far. Fingers crossed for the rest of the season. I am knocking on wood. That being said, as I, we speak, I am starting to question the legitimacy of these COVID tests they're administrating. Like with staff and everything. Each week, they're testing thousands of people, and zero are coming back well, positive. Well, it looked like I they actually – the news reports looked like they actually might have some people testing positive, but they're not announcing anything until Saturday because that's how they've set it up. So I, I just think, like, it seems a lot better than it is, but maybe all these injury hamstring injuries are COVID. And I we don't think know about that it, they but would actually we, mention knows? it. But uh, either way – um, we're going to start with our previews for this week. We're going to go over the lines as well. Um, and then at the end, we're going to do a very uh, quick DFS segment. And by DFS segment, I mean a lineup that I created and submitted uh, with a very small amount of money attached to it. So we will be going over that at the end. Um, let's just jump right into it. First game is tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be the Thursday night football game. We have the Dolphins versus the Jags. So it's um, hardly worth watching. No, no see, <laughs> on a normal – normally, I mean, this is a terrible game by all metrics, but actually I think this is going to be an intriguing game. And oddly, I think it's going to be pretty competitive. Yeah. That, that, it's going to be one of those weird like, – like the Browns-Bengals last week. It was not a good game, but it was fun to – well, football-wise, it might not have been the best game, but it's fun to watch. And I think that's what we're going to see this game here. The problem is most smart people don't have many Dolphins or Jags players on their teams. So, I guess maybe Jags because they have a bunch of decent receivers, but... I'm not going to lie. I am kind of... Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm a little bit of a fan of the Dolphins. Are you? I've always loved the colors. I don't know. This Dolphins are just, they're so stupid, but I kind of like green it. and orange? No, no. It's I like the blue. The, Wait, it, the blue orange just kind of... I like the idea of it just kind of snaps. Being dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins are like cool it's but. like we oddly cool for like a reason i can't explain if that that doesn't make any sense but it really doesn't but you know that's just kind of how i feel about it um how are you expecting this game to play out uh, i could see i see the jaguars taking it although the dolphins were oddly competitive last week against the bills uh which was strange because the bills had no turnovers that i'm aware of and their offense was clicking and they still only won on a fourth quarter drive a late fourth quarter drive so, I don't know. I can see the Jags taking it because the Jags were able to take down um, the oh, week one. Who was it? Uh-oh. It was a team they weren't supposed to take down, but they did. And then they were also able to get um, almost beat the Titans this week. So, two quality teams, and they're really competitive in both and won one of them. So, I can see the Jags taking this one. Gardner Minshew might be a start. He's been really good. Uh, James Robinson is an obvious start. And for the Dolphins, I'd say Mike Gusecki. You might as well give him a start this week. Ooh, you think he's a full start? Yeah, I'd say he's a start, especially in this tight end market. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I can see him having another good game. Although, I don't. I think there are better options to start. And Devonta Parker, I like him this week too. Ooh, a little bit of a bounce back. Just, just a little, yeah. Just I don't believe he's done a single thing this year. He's, I don't even know if it's a bounce. It'd have to be a bounce back game of last season. I think season. He, had, he had a decent game. 
guess in Miles Gaskin might be worth your time. No. He might be. Yeah, I think Miles Gaskin is going to be somehow a decent flex option this year. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I think Tua might eh, – depends how much he rushes. But Tua, I mean, we do see a decent amount of goal line carries by Fitzpatrick somehow. But That and uh, Matt Breida. I guess Matt Breida has been fine, but like Jordan Howard is – He's the touchdown vulture nothing. too. He's well, literally nothing. He's so. the goal line guy. I guess. That's about it. But, yeah, it's uh, – a couple guys I'm liking for this week. I still think Robinson for the Jaguars is going to be a good play. He's a guy that, unfortunately, he was not on waivers in our league. He was drafted, I believe. I think he was, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, you know, he's one of those guys that in hindsight, if he was available, he looks like he probably would have been an 80-90% fab guy uh, at the time. So I think he's going to be pretty good seasonally, just, you know, moving forward here. I think Chenault Jr. is a good pickup. Uh, you know, I, I think he's had a couple nice games here, like we mentioned last week. He's, he strangely had a lot of rushing attempts last week, too. I believe it was seven, which for a, for a wide receiver, he that's had, absurd. He was five for 37 last week uh, on the ground uh, and three, three for 35 with four targets through the air. So I think he's a sneaky ad. I think he's going to be – I believe he's a rookie as well. So I think he's going to be a guy that gets better hopefully every game. Uh, and Minshew's obviously moving the ball around a lot. So I think he has a lot of potential there. Um, nobody cares. I, at least I don't think I don't care about Chris Thompson this week. Do you? I don't care about Chris Thompson ever. Okay. I don't <laughs> care too much about Chris Thompson, even though he had a touchdown last week, he's always a sneaky throw in there for try to get lucky play, but, uh, don't see much out of him. I think DJ Chark will also have a nice day. And I also think, uh, Keelan Cole is also somebody you can probably start again this week. Touchdown yeah, he, back to back nice. games. So I would expect him to be another guy that, uh, is probably usable. Very quickly, on the uh, Dolphins side, like Brandon suggested, if I had to play a Miami running back, it would be Gaskin. I think he's going to make a nice flex outside of that. I don't want anybody. Um, on the receiving side of the ball, I think you, as Brandon mentioned, you can roll Gusecki out, and uh, I'm watching to see how Isaiah Ford does. Okay. The uh, line for this one, do you want to have a guess who's, who the line is in favor of, Dolphins or Jags? Uh, it's going to be Jags. It is the Jags by a whopping three points. I'm taking the Jags. Ooh. See, I think if it was two and a half, I'd take the Jags. I'm taking the Jags. I think I'm going to take been nice. I think I'm going to take the Dolphins. Really? I think gonna... You think Fitzpatrick's going to have two good games in a row? That's so unlike him. <laughs> okay, I'll go with the Jags. Yeah, I'm going with the Jags. Okay, yeah. I'll go with the, the likelihood of the likelihood of Fitzpatrick at like 38 having two really good games in a row. I think is ludicrous to me one of these days i will go back and see how uh you and i are doing yeah at this competition but next week we should or we should do it this week but in the meantime like next week if we don't we should at least start a spreadsheet so we don't yeah further further, further no further ex- exactly we'll, we'll get on that uh the first game we have for sunday is going to be the 49ers the injured reeling 49ers versus the giants thank goodness for them uh how are you seeing this game playing out this uh i don't even know it, it doesn't matter um i see the niners still winning even though they're literally missing every single person on their team. Because, I mean, they they punked the Jets last week even without all their guys. Like, by without all their guys, I mean with none of their guys. So, the Giants the Giants are just a sorry team, too. Mm. Um, I don't have any faith in uh, Danny Turnover. I don't have any faith in Devonta Freeman this week, especially. I don't even know if he's going to play. They yeah, just I think him. he's a little overrated right now. Yeah, especially because last, last year he did nothing. Yeah, nothing. I think the now he's going to a team with a worse offensive line. They're like, oh, this guy's got to save your season. I get I why. I get why people are willing to spend fab on him. I just yeah, don't. Me too. I think he's very overhyped, and I think the amount of times you're going to get to use him is very limited. Yeah. I mean, Saquon was getting shut down for goodness' sake, and if you think if Saquon getting shut down means that you know Devontae Freeman coming in, like you is, think he's going to get any better? Yeah, yeah no, that's just going to get significantly worse. And not even, that he's terrible, but if you're not going to do better in Saquon. And I can see Deion Lewis being relatively useful, at least more useful than he was in the past, be, which could also hurt. Borderline flex is where I would put him. Yeah, I picked him up this week because I lost McCaffrey, and I was I had no depth at right. running back anyways. And in fairness, because somebody dropped him and he was free. Yeah. You didn't spend any fab. <laughs> I, I think that's a big caveat. I saw that trade go down, and I saw that there was a two-for-one. I'm like, somebody had to have been dropped. It was so very I just, strange. I fired in there, just took him like literally a minute somebody after the trade. Somebody spent 30% of their fab and then dropped him in they, an they, hour. They spent 30 bucks. I on think him? it was 30 <laughs> And they dropped him in an hour. So yeah, because they had the two-for-one trade, and then I just swooped I in and picked him up. I think that's what it was, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It was very strange. Oh, well, anyways, 
I think that could also really limit uh, Freeman because a lot of Saquon's success this year has been through the air mm-hmm. because the run game has been shut down. Now, maybe it'll be easier because they're not going to load up the box because it's Devontae Freeman back there. But at the same time, um, I think Freeman is going to be an overrated play this for the majority of this year. And mm-hmm. I think that Deion Lewis might be an underrated play. But Lewis also got five targets, so it's not like yeah, he's going away. That's why in the pass game. Yeah, that's why I like him is the pass. I don't like DeYoung Lewis with the run game. And I think it is important to note that uh, Sterling Shepard is on IR, so yeah. that's just one less guy. Um, targets for players I like this game. First, I'd say maybe Jarek McKinnon. Yes, on the season he has six carries for 101 yards. He is getting rolled out in my DFS lineup. I for for them I like Jarek McKinnon is my favorite back there right now. Mm. For regarding, well, not saying much. Yeah, no, I know the bar set low. Um, the Giants regarding the Giants, I'd say Deion Lewis right now is my favorite, at least for this week. And that's about it. Oh, I'm oh. sorry, Jordan Reed. I like Jordan Reed this week if Kittle's out. Because last time I saw he was, I think he was questionable, questionable or doubtful. So if if Kittle is out this game, then I'd say start Jordan Reed if you need a tight end. Yeah, I think, or at least nothing else. I think it's at least a good throw out there. Yeah. Like, oh, I need points. This is the best. You know. And there's not many guys available. I think you could do a lot worse. Oh, my starting tight end is Chris Herndon. Mm -hmm. Well, get Jordan Reed because Chris Herndon isn't doing anything. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I think that McKinnon's the only guy I really care about. I think that – yeah, that's about I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, that's about (laughs) the only guy. I always thought he was – I liked him, but I think that this is an especially good week to throw him out there. Yeah. Um, As far as the receiving options go, I'm going to – outside of Jordan Reed, assuming that, uh, you know – as you mentioned, the starter doesn't play. Kittle doesn't play. I think that he's the only guy I really am feeling good about starting as a receiving option. Uh, as far as the Giants, uh, I don't like anybody there. Mm-hmm. Even maybe maybe Deion Lewis as a flex, but I would try to avoid if possible. Uh, I think Ingram's fine, uh, and I also see Golden Tate as a I need points and I have nobody better throw out there and kind I'm, of deal. I'm desperate. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think him and Slayton are okay. Like. I need a dart throw touchdown kind of thing. Yeah, I, but, I have more faith in Slayton, but he kind of came back to earth last week too, which is not surprising. Yeah, um, outside of that, I don't really – I mean, they only scored 13 points. So Evan Ingram has been horrible too, so it's it's tough. Yeah, I, I, Ingram's the only guy I'm really confident in. I mean, at least he got eight targets and was six for 65 last week. So yeah. he's probably the only guy I'm really, really confident in. Um, but that's probably enough of that game. Honestly, we probably went too much. If the anything. line, four points for San Francisco. Are you taking it? Really? My answer is yes. Man, with a backup quarterback and their entire defense hurt? Yeah, that, that's and how, all their running backs hurt? That is how sorry of a team the Giants are. I, I, could, mm. I see them running all over them still. Yeah, it's four points. Yeah, four points. Yeah, that's pretty sad, but I think I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah. I and hate that, to say it. That has, no, that has nothing to do with the Niners. That I definitely to shouldn't the be taking them, but I think you kind of have to at this point. Um, the next game we have is the we have the Washington football team versus the Browns. In an epic battle. I, I don't think this battle is going to be too epic. I Maybe. <laughs> well, you don't say. Well, maybe. I, well, they're both one-in-one teams. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. But I see the Browns absolutely stomping the Washington football team. Oh. Um, I don't see. See, the Washington football team is 1-0 when Peyton Barber gets 17 tar, 17 carries. And I don't see him getting 17 to carry. No, I'm kidding. Um, the the Browns, they looked good on offense. It looked like they're clicking pretty well. And to be honest, Washington hasn't looked good at anything. Mm. So I see a big game for Nick Chubb again and a potential big game or a decent game for Kareem Hunt. That being said, I think Jarvis Landry also has a good game. And maybe even OBJ. I think he's, he's the biggest risk out here because the last game he did all of his production on four catches, which worries me. And the first week he only had, I think, two or three catches. He's getting targets, though. Which yeah, is... it's just converting them to nothing, though, which is what worries me. But I see the Browns winning by a landslide. The Washington football team, on the other hand, they're, I'd say Terry McLaurin, he is worth your time. He's on track for about 1,500 yards this season if he keeps it up at the same pace. I mean, obviously, he'll probably slow down a little bit. But he's on pace for a really for a really good year. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh Dwayne Haskins, no. And I'd say Antonio Gibson. I like Antonio Gibson and maybe Logan Thomas. He's been a, mm-hmm. a sneaky good tight end. But other than that, I'd say I'd say obviously the running backs, Jarvis Landry and Gibson and Logan Thomas are the five players that I care about mm-hmm. most in this game. 
Uh, fun question for you. Ooh, fun question. Where do you think the Washington football team ranks in the NFL in terms of total yards? I think this is going to be a deceiving question. No, I don't. I'm going to tell you it is not. No, they're probably like dead last. They are 31 out of 32. (laughs) They have 555 yards. Uh, The Jets are the only team below them with 531. What a sorry division. Oddly enough. What a. Oddly enough, the team in front of them is the Vikings at number 30 with 557. So the Vikings have. No, they're a joke too. The Vikings have two more yards than the Brown or than the. the Washington on the year. That's horrible because Adam <laughs> Thielen is obviously the that best receiver of those teams. Embarrassing. Dalvin Cook is obviously the best running back. And Kirk Cousins, I guess not last week, but he should be a lot better than Dwayne Haskins. You are letting a team with Antonio Gibson. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Arguably the worst quarterback in the league. I'm not – this is not to throw shade at Terry McLaurin. And Terry McLaurin – Hey, he's been doing all right. Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, and Dalvin Cook. I, I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah, no, that's pathetic. Uh, just for the record, the Browns are number 16. So we have an, um, an, uh, two offensive juggernauts <laughs> matching up this week. In fa- the the Browns might be a little underrated just because they're so horrible week one. Like I think that's going to be the well, worst Well, they game. played a good team, too. No, no. I, that, I believe they played the, the best. I, I think the Ravens played are the, the best Ravens. defense. Yeah. So well, Steelers, I think. So even – yeah, one of those two. So I think if you've played one of those two for half of your games thus far and you still rank 16, you're an above average offense yards-wise. Yeah, not a top Because they're right probably, in the middle. Had they played a bad one, they'd easily be top 10. Well, so, they also played the, one of the worst defenses in the league this well, week. Most so. defenses are pretty bad So 16 is probably fair. It's in the middle of both. Eh, I think they're better than average, but not by much. Um, I, I still don't trust Joe Burrow yet. I know a lot of people are probably going to Joe Burrow's not him. playing, big guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the other side of the, I was looking at the, other side of the box score. That's my bad. I do not trust Baker Mayfield yet. Excuse me. No. Uh, I know some people. Everybody, he was drafted in every league essentially, and I know some people are going to be slow to give up on him. Uh, he's the end of those guys until he proves something. I would not own him, Mm-mm. so I think he's a good guy to drop if you do own him. Uh, I expect Nick Chubb to have another big game this week. Uh, I expect Kareem Hunt to also have a big game this week. I think both of them are going to use be used very heavily. Yeah. Uh, if I had to bet on which one is going to do better, I'd probably put Kareem just because I think Chubb's going to get taken out quicker because they're going to be up enough. And yeah, but I could be wrong. As long as the game's competitive, I think Hunts or uh, Chubb's going to get the majority of the work. And but. like I said last week, I, I feel for the Washington football team this week because I know it's it, it is not easy watching Nick Chubb jog off the field for Kareem Hunt to replace him. Like that's got to be the mm-hmm. most demoralizing thing of all time. Like, well, nice. Call me crazy. I think Joe Mixon has a nice week this week. Joe Mixon's not playing this game, Austin. Gosh, dang it! I... <laughs> okay, <laughs> I haven't noted Joe Mixon. Come I, on, Austin. I'm looking at last week's box score, and I, I keep forgetting which game we're talking about. Okay. I that guess... being said, I do think Joe Mixon's got a bounce back week this yeah, week too. But all things aside, I do have him noted as a good week for his game. But yeah, I think they're both going to get a lot of work. Um, I'm expecting Landry to probably have a better floor than he did last week. Well, that's not saying much. He played kind of hurt. Well, I think he played pretty hurt last week. Wait, so he had like, what, 30 yards? 46 on, on three targets. And normally he's peppered. Yeah, so he normally I, has like seven, I eight. think he's going to be a lot better. Um, and you're outside of Antonio Gibson on a flex, I'd play him in the flex. Um, and I'd probably play McLaurin outside of those two. Logan Thomas, borderline. Uh, those are the only guys I'd care about yeah. on the Washington side. 100% agree. Um, next game we the have. The line. Oh, the line. Excuse me. I'm getting Seven a little points ahead of myself. for I'm, Cleveland. I'm very rattled about reading uh, Bengals scores. Uh, <laughs> Seven points for Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland again, <laughs> which I've taken the favorite every time. But it's just Washington is so bad. The Dolphins are so bad. And I can't remember the middle game. The Giants. The Giants are horrible, too. Oh, jeez. Um. And you know you gotta be bad if I'm taking the Browns, who I said looks ap- like after week one, they're the worst team give, in football. Give me Washington. I'm okay. taking Washington. Fair enough. Only not not straight up. I'm taking no, them no, with the, the seven, spread. The seven spread. Yeah. I'm, 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 I think they're gonna beat the spread. <laughs> no, I would. I don't think they're gonna win the game. If that makes no, sense. No, if they did, I would riot. All right, on to the next one. Uh, on to Cincinnati. Ooh, look at that. Ooh. Wow, what a segue. Uh, luckily, I have already talked about the. Uh, <laughs> I've already essentially talked about them at depth here. Yeah. Uh, just to continue on, I would not start Joe Burrow this week, even though he came off a three-touchdown, no-interception game. Joe Mixon, big bounce-back week this week. I agree. Uh, he had 16 uh, touches last week, or carries, excuse me, last week. Uh, he also had four targets and four receptions, so I'm expecting him to do a lot better. Uh, I think this is going to be a nice week for him uh, on that side of the ball. Uh, and then while we're at it... Oh. 
And then while we're at it, uh, I'll let you jump to the other side there. So, yeah, um, I just wanted to add to Joe Mixon. They, the Eagles' defense can't stop a nosebleed, and they have not been going up against good offenses yeah, either. Yeah, the offense has they, not been great either. They gave up, I think, over 30 points to the Washington football team. Mm. So, And last week, the Rams just dissected them. So I think there's going to be a good game for Joe Mixon, and they're not going to be losing. Since they're so bad, they're not going to have to, like, phase them out of the game mm-hmm. either. Um, let's see here. Dallas Goddard, I think, on the Eagles is going to be a good start too. He has more targets, more yards, and the same amount of touchdowns as Zach Ertz. So considering he was picked in our league in the 16th round and Zach Ertz was picked in the third round, I think Zach Ertz fans are punching air right now because Goddard has looked like the better type. I think part of it too is that Wentz just hasn't looked good. Yeah, and Wentz missed him on a like he was wide open in the like on a route to the end zone last game and Wentz just didn't see him. Mm-hmm. So like he's able to get separation, he's able to get open, and if they look his way, he'll get stuff done. Miles Sanders is also gonna have another great game. Um, we saw what the. Um, we saw what the Browns did to the Bengals' rush defense last week. Mm. And Miles Sanders is arguably just as good as Chubb. So I see a monster week for him as well. I'm trying to think. Chubb him. is a better player, but Miles Sanders is good. But he also is good. I think Chubb's, or Sanders is better in the receiving game too, though. So I think as a whole, they're roughly around like skill-wise the same. And yeah, even like Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt got nine yards of carry. Mm-hmm. Like Kareem Hunt and Miles um, Sanders are relatively the same player. So I see Miles Sanders absolutely gutting them. I the line right now is five point five Eagles, and I think the Eagles suck. But so yeah, I probably I probably take the Bengals. But I just wanted to note too that I think Deshaun Jackson will get in the end zone this week. He was six for nine, uh, six receptions for uh, on nine targets for sixty four yards. They did give up a really deep touchdown last week and to OBJ. So if somebody were to get deep, it would be Deshaun Jackson. Well, yeah, so I, I think this is a big Deshaun Jackson week. Uh, somebody I probably – maybe I need to add into a dyna, uh, DFS lineup. It, it's, he's one of those guys where it's bound to happen. He's going to be cheap. And it, it should happen this week. I agree. Uh, what's our line looking like? Uh, five and a half, the Eagles. So I'm going to have to take the Bengals because the Eagles have been a very sorry team I'm so going Bengals, and I actually might take them straight up. <laughs> <laughs> but Do we see a bounce back week for A.J. Green this week? Um. Everything I've been hearing is people think he looks washed. Yeah, they say he looks slow. He can't get separation. Uh, if nothing else, he's going to get the targets. But I think his I think his floor is relatively high. But I think his ceiling is very capped. We say a high ceiling after he had four points last week. I, I mean, <laughs> I think he has a high floor in terms of like. Well, yeah, I mean, like they're going to force feed him. I think he's so good for like eight to twelve in a PPR league. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get you thirty no. like he used to. It's the wild thing. He's out for two years, and all of a sudden he looks two years older. And everyone's like, "What the hell?" It's like, yeah, that's what well, happens. Yeah, but he's not that old. I know. It. it I pray I'm wrong because he came down funny on that leg on the first play, and like maybe that slowed him down. But yeah, the part the game the parts of the game I watched last week with him, he looked to not look good. Yeah. Next game we have is Raiders Patriots. Actually, should be a good game. I actually am kind of excited about this one. I love that the Raiders are pretty good. Raiders are two and zero. Patriots, if we're being honest. I'm going to give them a one and a half. Wins. No, yeah. They almost two wins. So As we I, both predicted before the season, the Patriots are fine. Like without Brady, they're fine with Cam. Yeah, they're definitely fine. Uh, it'll be interesting. To, I mean, and that was a good team they played last. The yeah. Seahawks are good. So I think that they're actually for real. The defense is way better than it should be. And to be honest, they looked better against the Dolphins than the Bills did. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, who do you have in this game? And if you need me to. Oh, who do I have is and who do I like? Yeah, which... Are they talking about the line? I'm no, sitting no, I'm saying, man, break, I don't down, know. break down the game for us. Um, Josh Jacobs, his efficiency has surprisingly been pretty poor. Uh, at least running the ball, he's at like three and a half a carry, which for him, after week one, like everyone was really excited, but he still only had, like, I think, 3.7 yards a carry week one. And that's just because his usage is so high, it makes him, regardless of his efficiency, makes him very good. So I obviously mm-hmm. love Josh Jacobs this week regardless. Uh, Ju- I agree. Julian Edelman has been absolutely fantastic. I love him as well. He does have that minor knee injury, but he did. I, I believe he sustained it last week and played through it. Yeah. So Darren Waller is an obvious one. He is an absolute monster and good. Like it's proven with this team. Good things happen when they give him the ball. He, especially because he, most of his catches are only like five to 10 yards, 16 targets. Yeah. 32 out of 34 total. Yeah. That is wild. The next best guy had three. <laughs> yeah. And that was Hunter Renfro. And the thing is, what they do with him is they rush the ball a lot and get him eight to ten yards per play, and it just bleeds the clock out. And they had 
and yeah, it, it's it's fun to watch and it really works with the skills. Henry Ruggs is a little disappointed, so I probably went disappointed so far, so I wouldn't start him. But for the Patriots, I still wouldn't start any of the running backs because they're all jokes. Um, maybe Not James Cam, White. Cam Newton, you'd start Cam Newton. Yeah, maybe James He's White the best is back. back. Yeah, Cam Newton is an obvious start. He has 500 passing, over 500 passing yards, and only one passing touchdown, which is strange. However. When he rushes it in from the one every time, it makes yeah, he sense. Has four rushing touchdowns on the year. Yeah, he's one of those guys where he's averaging a colossal amount, and I don't see him sustaining that. But at the same time, he's he'll be good for. See, I kind of do. Well, it's the thing. Like, well, he's averaging like thirty a week, isn't he? Well, I I think his floor is just going to be very high because well, he's yeah, like rushing even, a lot. Even on a lousy game, he'd probably he's probably good for eighteen to twenty. Plus, so I I'm, don't think the Patriots are good enough to blow anybody out. No. I think it's a lot of like they're going to have a dirty, lot of slow grind, dirty football. Yeah. That being said, I do like kind. I do yeah I do like Cam Newton I like Edelman I like Josh Jacobs and I like Darren Waller and a sneaky play if you need him is Derek Carr. Ooh, I, I actually I'm kind of off Derek Carr. I don't I'm not really excited about him still. I mean he only had 284 yards. I I just for yards I just don't really trust him all that much. 284 that's almost as much as Baker's had all season. Yeah I know. Well, I also said not to own Baker. Well, I, so know, I, but... I don't trust him quite yet maybe uh maybe upcoming i will but uh like you said i, I don't really trust anybody on this team besides waller and jacobs so that's as much as i'm yeah, willing jacobs to go. is averaging 26 carries a game and they're using him a lot in the receiving game too i just want to say that Nikhil harry looks extremely slow i don't know if you've seen any of the vids that have been circulating of him but he looked terrible uh, as far as speed goes which i mean he's still ownable i mean he got 12 targets which is a team high with his eight receptions so he's obviously getting working but man he did not look good i'm just the thing is though if you're giving him there. 12 targets and it's not working they're gonna start they're gonna start pumping the brakes well, on who him, else are you giving it to julian edelman he had 11 targets he had 179 yards i know keep i mean giving the it guy to him. is like 100 years keep, old keep giving it to you him know, like, uh demir bird is the only other guy i'm really interested in um what's sad is that it's his fifth season and i've never heard of him so uh <laughs> he was uh he had nine targets so i would say you could watch Bird for a potential pickup. I wouldn't play Harry unless you're in a like full point PPR league. Unless you're desperate. Uh, full point. I mean, he's getting a lot of receptions, but Edelman's obviously for a good play regardless. Um, what's what do we have for a line for this game? Let's see here. The line is six points, New England. Oh. And to be honest, I would say I'm taking the Raiders. Because I'm taking the Raiders. I think the Patriots are winning this game, but not by six. Yeah, because the Patriots are probably good for about 20 points a week. So that would infer that the, Patri- the Raiders couldn't score more than 13, which I think they're capable of doing that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's – I'm actually – that's one of those like weird games that I would I would never be excited for that I'm kind of excited for. No, yeah, I, the Raiders have been a nice surprise. I like seeing them be good Again, because I'm their not, fans actually care. I don't want to gas up – the Raiders at two and zero. If they were seven and zero, I'd be gassing them. I just don't feel safe doing this so yet because Derek Carr. Well, yeah, they've they've done what they need to though because the Saints were supposed oh, to stomp yeah. on them according to everybody, and they they had their way with them. I liked it. Speaking of games, I'm excited for. Ooh, it's essentially every game this week I'm excited for. I don't know if it's because I'm addicted to football not or just Jets, not Jets Colts. I'm not ready for that one. Falcons Bears. This is oddly a weird matchup that I'm kind of excited for. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, believe it or not. I think Atlanta's going to be just fine. Well, I agree. I think Atlanta's going to win. I think yeah, they're I the think better they're, team. I think they're going to win easily. But Atlanta finds weird ways to lose every week. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I'll just start on this one. Uh, as far as the rushing, it's pretty easy. So, uh, these things on the Chicago side. Uh, Montgomery is the guy who you want if you are very, very desperate and you have a very bad quarterback. I think that Trubisky could actually put together a nice week given how bad the Falcons' defense is. Um, That is not so much a compliment of Trubisky. I just think that he kind of shows up here and there with really good games, and I think Mm -hmm. this is a potential very high-scoring game. Falcons are just going to drop 40 on everybody, so it's going to be up to the Bears to keep up. Uh, Low-key think Mitch is going to be good this game. I would expect interceptions, but I'd also expect quite a few touchdowns. Uh I think, obviously, that being said, I think Allen Robinson is a good play. And if you're – I hate to say this. If you're very desperate, very, very desperate, Jimmy Graham has a decent shot at the end zone. Jimmy. He does not have a decent shot at 80 yards, but maybe an end zone. It's because he's able to box out those players. Did you hear that he actually used to play football in college – or basketball in college? He used to play basketball, yes. That's crazy. As they say. Very quickly, on the Atlanta side, 
Um, I'm not sure if Julio was hurt. I can't quite – I think he might have been a little bit, but he's a little banged up uh, is what we saw last week. Obviously, you're playing Gurley if you have him. I'm not very excited about him. I think what's going to hurt Gurley is I think the defense is so poor that they're just going to be in a constant track meet, which means that he's not going to get to rush that much. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not as excited about him. Uh, very excited about Ridley, and I think uh, Hayden Hurst, that life, he kind of got the new life last week, and I think he's a good, at least a decent uh, low-end tight end play this week. But yeah, uh, Calvin th- Ridley looking very good. Uh, this week, I like the rec- all the receiving options on... That's going to be every week, by the way. Yeah, but. on the Falcons, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a good game. I even like Todd Gurley, considering that they played the Lions week... W- they played the Lions week one, and AP had their way with them, and they played... Uh, the Giants week two and Saquon before he got hurt was doing just fine. So I don't have much faith in their rush defense. That being said, I do have faith in the Falcons rush defense. They had a really good job containing Chris Carson week one, at least in the rushing game. And they also did a really good job. I'm trying to think of the second game they played Zeke. They only held him to, I think 3.8 and they, they were continuously giving Zeke the ball. So I think that David Montgomery is going to have a typical game for him which mm. is very inefficient and kind of getting shut out of this game believe it or not he looked pretty good last week well the two defenses he's gone against thus far have been horrible oh i am not a, i am not advocating for yeah it's Montgomery. i'm just it's suggesting. no i'm just saying too it's the guys he's played the defenses he's played have given up insane yards to everybody no they definitely so have. like the lions in the uh in the giants are such sorry defenses that anybody who with two legs oh. who gets behind that offensive line or behind in front of their defensive line is going to have success. However, I I see David Montgomery struggling a lot this game, so I don't like him at all. I'd say he's a borderline flex for me, maybe not even start. Granted, it's so the running back market is so disheveled where I guess you have to start him. But if I had better options, I would not start David Montgomery. I just get worried for the running backs in this game because I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Yeah, and with it being a high-scoring affair, I think Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson are actually – especially Allen Robinson. This is going to be Allen Robinson. I Robinson's like Allen week. Robinson. Yeah. I mean, uh, Anthony Miller's and maybe. We've seen what uh, teams do against the Falcons in the past game. Granted, they've also had better quarterbacks than Mitch Trubisky, but – which isn't saying much, but the Seahawks absolutely destroyed them. Dak Prescott did very well against them and should have had more touchdowns than one if they didn't have four rushing touchdowns or whatever. Or I think they had four additional rushing touchdowns. So I see the passing game doing fine. I don't have faith in the running game, though. Uh, what's our line for this one look like? The line for this one is Atlanta by three, and I'm taking that easily. I'm taking Atlanta as well. Uh, we'll try to speed things up a little bit here. We're at the th- past the 30-minute mark. Already? So we will try to move relatively quickly through the rest of the games. We have quite a few left to go through. Uh, next game is going to be Rams-Bills. Um, I like Josh Allen a lot this game. I do. I think this one's going to be – and by a lot, I, I don't think he's going to be a top-five quarterback. I think the Rams are a lot better than people think they are. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm not – I like Josh Allen. I'm not a fan of either of the rushing options. Um. I guess I like Stephon Diggs and maybe John, maybe John Brown is like a low end two or a flex. Um, that's about all I like on the Bills for this week. Uh, the Rams side of the ball, I guess I have to like <laughs> Henderson. I don't even know at this point, man. I I think he's a low another low end RB two slash flex. Um, I don't I wouldn't play any of the other running backs. Uh, I think Cooper Cup's going to be okay, and I think that Woods is going to be fine. Um. I think the offense is going to be stifled a little bit because of the Buffalo defense. Um, depends kind of where the corners are lined up. I'm not sure where the Tredavious White is going to be. To be honest, the Buffalo defense hasn't done much this year. They gave up seven. I, they gave up 17 to the Jets. Well, that's still in 27, 28 to the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean that's true. I just don't feel that either of them like the. Well, yeah, I guess the Dolphins game was close. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm overrating the defense. They have the pieces to be special, and they for looked at all last year. Yeah, for so. whatever reason, it's just not happening this um, year. I'm still a little worried about Higby, but I think he's a good play still. I mean, he's still getting fifty, you know, five targets and 54 yards. Yeah. Even if you don't score, it's fine for a tight end. So uh, I also like Higby as well. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I like all the passing options on both teams. Probably, I even like Cole Beasley on the Ooh. Bills. <clears throat> He's I do a, think Goff is going to have a nice day, too. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, fun fact, he is leading the league in passing yards, which I never thought I'd say through two weeks. Oh. <laughs> oh. He also has thrown six touchdowns to zero interceptions. 
for him Pretty is good. a modern miracle. But I think Stefan Diggs is also going to have a good day today as well. A very good day. No, I agree. I think there's a. I think these are two good offensive teams, and you know, two teams that are going to put up a lot of points. The line right now is Buffalo too, and I'd probably take the Rams on that one. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams too. I think the Rams win this game. Rams yeah. are very underrated, personally. Mm-hmm. I think I think they both are. But I think I projected them to make it to the NFC Championship this year. Uh, we'll have to go back and look at the tape. But I saw on ESPN, I think Stephen A. put him at put the Rams at the number five in the power rankings, and everyone was clowning him. Like, have I you guys don't know been, why Rams? Yeah, are good. Like, have you guys been watching the same? McVay games also with another year. I think it's sometimes when you have a really good year, it's hard to replicate right away. And yeah, I think this is. I good. don't like any of the rushing options though. I mean. Because I guess two of them are questionable, so if both of them are out, obviously like Henderson. But if if two of them are healthy, which I assume they will be, then I don't like it because I have no idea what they're doing over there. I mean, it's working, mm-hmm. but I have no idea. Yeah, that's kind of a dangerous situation to, to be a part of. Uh, next games that we, next game that we have is Texan Steelers. This is probably one that I'm the least excited about today or on Sunday. Yeah, I think the Steelers are gonna, Colts and Jets. The but... Steelers are going to win easily again. I think the Texans are the most overrated team in the league. Granted, they're 0-2, so they're not rated much. But I have Now, I, I think it's fair that we be fair to the Texans. No, they've, they've, they've played, played the Ravens teams, and the Chiefs. But they've looked terrible in both those yeah, games. They have not done so anything. So that, that's what I mean. Like, if they would have been close both those games, I'd be here for them. But they've looked very, very bad. Um, I think David Johnson struggles a third or second week in a row. I think that whole offense struggles, to be honest. I think the only guy I'd really have any comfort in starting would be um, Brandon Cooks. That's a brutal schedule, though. That's they're going to play three, two, and zero. Oh. Well, as of right now, every team they've played or are going to play is two and zero oh yeah. for the first three games. The Steelers, I think they're going to win heavily. I think Deontay Johnson's going to be good. Juju Smith's going to be good. Even James Conner, he looked really good last year. I like him as well. Roethlisberger, for some reason, he had another. Good, he had a good game last week. I still have much faith in him. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'd say Juju, Deontay Johnson, and. Um, James Conner, the three guys over there, and Brandon Cooks is the one guy on the other side. Ooh. Yeah, I do like uh, – I think Brandon Cooks could be okay. The Steelers' defense is so good, though, that in the leagues that I have Brandon Cooks, I'm putting him on my bench still. Yeah, that's I don't, understandable. That, oddly enough, though, I will say that I feel like – you know how every week there's a one or two trap games, as they call them? Yeah. I think this is a potential trap game. Uh, I don't think it is. I, I really think the Texans can do it. I don't really know why I think that, but I <laughs> – I think I might just actually be overthinking this. I, I mean, I think this this is just one of those odd, like, puncher's chance games that if you're like, oh, Pittsburgh lost, to be like, yeah, I guess. I, I do think Pittsburgh is a little overrated at 2-0. Uh, I don't know. Their offense, from, I don't trust their offense at all. Their defense is legitimate, but I don't trust their offense much. Yeah, the uh, offense is, I mean, it's hard to say that when they're getting over 400 yeah. yards. I mean, they're I putting up yards. It's just. The line. Uh, I think Pittsburgh obviously has to be favored by, by at least, four points. Oh, that's it? Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'm saying a potential trap game, but I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. Uh, on to the next. Can't say on to Cincinnati, but we have Titans-Vikings. This is also a game that Good I want to call Lord. a trap game, but I I don't know if I should. The Vikings this season have been ineptitude personified. This so, is not a game I'm excited about for the record. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings have been so inept this is just where I just can't. I can't anymore. Um, I think we have a big game out of Derrick Henry. Um, How the heck did they go from like the NFC? Because I mean, they got rid of a bunch of good players they and went replaced from the them with nobody. NFC Championship to a game, pre, you know, to the playoffs to this. I mean, come on, this is bad for for the the Vikings. I do think though that we're gonna have a big game out of Derrick Henry. He has been getting stopped quite a bit this year, but I think this is the game that he breaks out finally. AJ Brown should be back. Um, I mean, I guess, considering that, like, I guess I, I'm excited about him because, I mean, the Colts, who lost to the Jaguars, absolutely smoked the Vikings. So, <laughs> I see him having a good game. I, I see Jonu Smith having a good game, Tannehill having a good game. I think everybody in the Titans is essentially going to have a good game because the Vikings are so bad. Uh, personally, on the Titans, the only guy I'm really interested in starting is Johnny Smith. Is that uh, Derrick Henry? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, on the receiving side. Oh. Uh, I do think that if you're looking for a higher upside f- uh, flex play, I think Humphreys and Davis, but I wouldn't want to start them if, you know, if I didn't yeah, have the, to. Yeah, the Vikings obviously don't start Kirk Cousins. Last week was one of the most – like that was a Geno Smith game. 
at how poorly he played, and that is not a compliment. I'm even nervous about Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, Adam after how point. poor that performance was last week, it's hard to even. I think you got to play him, but I mean, I guess it just doesn't feel good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Dalvin Cook. I mean, Dalvin Cook and Thielen are the only guys. Yeah, I'm but even about with playing. Dalvin, I I see them. I see the Titans just winning by so much that they're gonna have to phase him out. It's just. Like, How does he only throw 23 times? They only had like 35 plays last week. I don't know how. Ask me if it's three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, or something. Goodness sake. Yeah, it, it was embarrassing. But, yeah, that that's all I have to say there. And, it yeah, I'd say Cooks and Thielen. Uh, but Titans are probably up like, what, four and a half, five? I mean, of course, it, I went back one too far. They are only favorite, but I think maybe two. Come on, refresh. Sorry, my tab closed. That's one of the the Vikings are one of those teams that it's hard for me to get in my head that they suck because of how good they've it's been. It's not for me because I saw them get just well, no, punks but like two just, weeks straight. It's like if Drew Brees just looks terrible, continues to look terrible. I'm gonna have to be convinced. Like it's gonna be hard to say, yeah, the Saints aren't good. Um, while you're looking that up, I'm just gonna move us on to the next week, which is going to be here. The it is. Panthers it's two and a half. Two and a half for Tennessee. I'm Titans. taking. I'm taking that a billion times. Plus the points. Uh, I'm taking. Or the next game we have is Panthers Chargers. Um, this is a game that should actually be kind of interesting. I think the Chargers are gonna have their way with them if they start Herbert. Which well, I he's going to. Yeah. Did you see the thing that came out about yes. Tyrod today? Yes, that is the least surprising thing for the Chargers. That was incredible. Yeah, that, that's that's not good. Yeah, that was a. And since it was a team doctor administering it, he the can't. The team sue. doctor was giving him a numbing shot and apparently punctured, punctured a the lung. lung. Like, this guy's supposed to be the best of the best. Now I'm not going to pretend to know how you even how do you even do that? Just put it in the intercostals of the ribs. And why would you for painkiller? Why would you stick a needle in your ribs? Well, it's it's numbing agent. Why well, not? I, I I think there's a better way to do it. It's probably in between the intercostals. You have sets of muscles in between your ribs. Either uh, way. I like Austin Eckler. Step his ad game up. Yeah, maybe they're is. not thick enough. I like Austin Eckler a lot this week. Uh, the backup Justin Kelly. I don't think he's very good, but they give him a ton of work, so I have to like him. I guess the Panthers. Oh boy, is With, there anybody who's anybody on the Chargers? Is yeah, essentially the Hunter Henry. But with the Panthers, they went from just being an absolute dumpster fire to having a gallon of gasoline poured on that dumpster fire by losing. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, mm. he was literally the motor of the car. Granted, the car was a like a V4, but they they have nothing now. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is not good. I think Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore are the only two guys, just because of the volume of targets they're going to get, that'll be useful. But I see this being a downright massacre for the Chargers. Yeah, um, the defense did look pretty good, though, so I'm still not ready to say that the Panthers are even going to put up that many Points? They're not going to score anything. Uh, I, I, Under normal circumstances, I'd actually really like Mike Davis. I think he's actually one of the few very competent secondary running backs. Um, but Not this week. I think he's more of a flex this week. I mean, he had eight catches last week. So I think yeah. he's a flex. They're going to get him the ball. Um, I'm still playing if I have them. The Keenan – or excuse me. I was wrong side of the ball there. If I had them, I would still roll out um, Robbie Anderson and probably DJ Moore. Imagine uh, how fun that offense would be if they had a competent quarterback. But I'm not too excited. Yeah, Cam Newton. I'm not too excited outside of those yeah, Exactly. Guys. I think Moore and Anderson are plays. And uh, like we talked about, I would play Davis in the flex. The but, line, six and a half for the Chargers, which I'm shocked it's that high. I figured it would have been closer than this, but I'd still take the Chargers because the Panthers are just awful. It always makes me nervous betting on a rookie quarterback. I can see the, the Panthers literally not even scoring 10 points. How much is the line? Six and a half. I'm actually going to take the Panthers. What? Not not straight up, again, but with the line. Moving on. I just don't think that the Chargers are going to score that much either. That's kind of the Chiefs' defense isn't good, and they didn't put up many on them, so I don't, I don't know. Will they get 20 points? I don't know. Uh, next game we have is going to be Jets versus Colts. This is the God. do not watch game of the week. This is just embarrassing. Um. Maybe I'll just start on this one very quick. I would say with the Jets, a very, very poor RB2 slash flex, I'd play Frank Orr. Um, Ugh, if he is back, if he is back, I think that uh, Jameson Crowder. Crowder is probably, thank you. I was thinking, yeah. I couldn't remember. I was thinking Chowder. Uh, Crowder Great is chow. probably 
worth a flex just because of health. I mean, under normal conditions, you might be more than that, but I think he might be worth a play. Uh, as far as the Colts side, uh, I like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I think Moali Cox might actually be an okay play this week. A little bit depends on Jack Doyle too, but I think Moali Cox is going to be a good play. Outside of that, I'm not too excited about anybody. Yeah, mine was Jonathan Taylor, Mo Ali Cox. That was it. I'm still interested to see if Jordan Wilkins get any, gets any additional work. I know I keep talking about him. He had nine carries last week, so uh, see if – I mean, obviously Taylor had 26. So just seeing, just yeah. interested to see if the number goes up at all. That's about it. For the line, we have 10.5 for Indianapolis, which I think – Ten and a half? I think the Jets are the most embarrassing franchise in the, oh, the NFL my. right now, and I'm still taking the Jets because I think – I don't – I do not buy into the Colts. Ten and a half? Yeah. I'm taking the Jets on this one. Ten and a half. I, I can't not. Like, it's hard because that's almost like a full two possessions there. Like, the Colts – let me just look it up real quick. You know, I hate to say it, but I think I'm going to actually – I'm taking the Colts. I mean – There's no way the Jets are worse than the Vikings. And the Vikings lost by – what was it? 17. Oh, that's fair. I didn't even think of that. The, you realize the Jets, Braxton Berrios you know and Chris Hogan. <laughs> I'm going with the Jets. And no, I'm not going with the Colts. I'm going with the Colts. I can, because yeah, the Jets might be the worst roster I've ever seen. And they somehow got better with Le'Veon getting off the field. That's how bad they, they are. They might be the worst roster I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, I have to go I Colts. remember before the season, everyone was like, Ugh, the Jaguars should tank to get Lawrence. No, the Jets should because they can't pass the ball. They can't run the ball, and they can't defend the ball. They can't do anything right. I don't even want to blame necessarily Sam Darnold. I do, because at some point— Look at what he's throwing to. So? He has, like, practice squad players. He's always had practice squad, and he's looked better than this. And he has Adam Gase. You know that the second this happens, he's going to go to a smart team, and he's going to be good. Adam Adam Gase, excuse me, is literally the kryptonite to any player. Like, hey, hey, are you a decent offensive player? Yeah, I'm all right. Like, all right, well, we're going to just ruin that real quick. Yeah, get out of here, you bum. But That's way too much Jets talk. Next game, Cowboys-Seahawks. Uh, actually a good game. This is another game I'm very excited for. I think it is too. Um, I'm trying to think of things that need to be said. Uh, obviously, you're going to start anybody who's anybody this game. What about Michael Gallup? Are you starting Michael Gallup? I am not starting Michael you're Gallup. You're not starting Michael Gallup. Well, that, I was about to say the, the there were a couple things that were worth mentioning was, yeah, I would not start Michael Gallup. I think Dalton Schultz is a good play. Um, he got sniped from me on the waiver wire by literally two minutes. I clicked add because he was available. <laughs> um, and then it said trade. So somebody sniped him literally seconds before I did. So I think he's a good play this week. Uh, and then on the Seattle side, I'm trying to see if there's any – five different people caught a touchdown last week, which is wild. Absurd. But I still think that Metcalf, uh, Lockett, and Carson are the only three you're playing. Well, outside of Russell Wilson, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm even taking Michael Gallup in this game. I could see this one being a shootout. I have been left hanging by Michael Gallup two consecutive weeks, and I'm just I'm still on. that bogus pass interference would have given him an extra ten points. He's in the theory. Deshaun Jackson type right now. I'm just moving on from him. Uh, the line right now is Seattle four and a half, and I'm honestly taking Seattle. I think Seattle. Yeah, the the Cowboys are always and the Cowboys Falcons are always going to be the best worst teams. Uh, I'm taking Seattle as well. I do think that's going to be an exciting game, though. I'm actually excited for it. Uh, Next game, which is not going to be as exciting, we have the Lions-Cardinals. You know what? I'm calling it right now. I think Lions are having the upset this week. Oh. Yeah. What makes you think that? I think the Cardinals are one of the more overrated 2-0 teams, and the Lions are one of the more – I mean, they lost by half. It was 21-42. to Yeah, it's a bold take. But I think they that should have won. So strange to say they, they should have won Week One, Week Two. The Packers, the Packers were yeah, on. But you lost to the Bears. The Packers were on. Well, the they should have won. Terrible. They're missing their best player. Even if this was the they Bears, they're missing their I best player for two weeks. Okay, if this is the Bears, I'm taking Arizona by Wait, more I than I think a the touchdown. Lions are better than the Bears. They lost to them. I'm like the most bogus loss of Fine. all time, missing their best player. If they had that th- that wide open throw, they would win ninety nine out of a hundred times. But he dropped twenty one points to beat the Packers. No, he's not. But he probably he can give them ten, and at that point they only lose by like eleven, which is like formidable, which is better than I think the Cardinals would do. On the side, just do yourself a favor and do not touch the running backs. I would say just do the pass catching, maybe Swift and a flex. Maybe I, I, I would think, prefer not to. I think the biggest. Um, I think Kenyon Drake is going to have his big breakout game this week. 
Oh, yeah, Kenyon Drake, big time. Are you saying that because Aaron Jones had 168 yards I'm on the I'm saying ground? that because the yeah, Lions, the Lions the rush defense has to – it's like NCAA level. They gave up a ton week one to David Montgomery, who isn't good. They gave up a ton to Aaron Jones, who's pretty good. He had over 230 all-purpose. Yeah, I know. So if he could get – like I view Kenyon Drake and Aaron Jones in the same echelon of skill – so if Aaron Jones can get that, I assume Kenyon Drake can get close. To oh yeah, that. it's going to be a big. Obviously Tyler he's Kenyon. not. Obviously he's not going to run for three hundred or have three hundred total yards, but he could easily get a hundred. Big easily. time Kenyon and uh, and uh, Hopkins. Well, I was going to say quarterback too, but even even with game. my tin hat theory earlier, with the whole COVID thing, Ken, Kenny Galladay is out two weeks with a with a hamstring and is good to play. I don't know. Like when we say like zero people have tested positive. Okay. I, I think I don't want to spend our time. I'm not saying that he we're did, running late. We're but not he's been out two COVID. weeks in a row and he's all of a sudden good to go. I think they could have just quarantined him, but that's just me. All these, all these strange hamstring injuries we're seeing. Well, nobody's played any games, so it makes total sense that they'd be hamstring injuries. I, nobody, I wouldn't play anybody but Hopkins, by the way, for the Cardinals. Not. Oh, for the receiving. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I always yeah. keep saying that, not mentioning. <laughs> I said, my man, Kenyon Drake's going to eat this week. Um, did you have anything outside of what we just mentioned? Or was uh, that... Yes, the line is five and a half for Arizona, and I'm taking the Lions. Oh, gosh, no way. I'm taking the Cardinals plus points. I think I think that's a big time L for you. But uh, we're going to move on to another game that's not exciting. We have the Bucks versus the Broncos. Uh, Broncos missing half their defense starting or they're missing half their running back and starting a second quarter the backup quarterback I believe it was Jeff Driscoll. Um they still exciting, the news, ball relatively exciting well. news though was that Blake Bortles did get signed by the uh I saw that by the Broncos. The so key card finally works again. It's uh, yeah, very exciting. I uh, I would actually love to see him play. He's one of those guys too. He, he seems like a good dude. I so think, I'm happy he's got I this. honestly think he's probably with lockout the best quarterback on the team. But uh Maybe. Melvin Gordon, I think, is an okay play. I'm not saying great, but I think he's a good play. Is, he had that really, really, really Tampa, nice catch, too. Tampa locks things down pretty well. I mean, yeah. even if you just look at last week, their defense is good. Mm-hmm. Last week, they held McCaffrey 18 for 59. So, I mean, he did get two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. But, I mean, with a, his longest rush was 90 yards. Yeah, and he blew his ankle out 2-2. So, so. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I still think Melvin's going to have a good day, especially with Lindsey gone. But I think that, you know, uh, ceiling definitely limited due to that defense. Uh, are you starting any receivers? I like Fant and with Judy. Sutton out. Yeah, I like Fant and Judy still. I like Fant. I see Judy as more of a, Some, a flex. Someone's got to get the ball, and I think he's capable of getting it. Well, I would say that I see this as more of a them get shutting down, make a shutdown game. But yeah, yeah. I, I think the. <laughs> I don't think the Bucks are like they're for as much as we people talk about them. I don't think they're nearly as good as they say they are, or as we say they are, or people say they are. Mm-hmm. And I still see the Bucks winning. That being said, I'm still on the train for the sell high on Leonard Fournette right now. Would but. you start him this week? What, what, what do you consider him? Is he an RB2, RB1, flex, no no play? I know it's hard with half the running backs being out. I'd say he's a flex. Right, give me your points if you had to set a betting line on total points. Less than 10. Ooh. Maybe like 8 or 9. But it's the thing. Interesting. He Everyone looks at the box score last game and goes, oh, he had 9 carries for – hundred something yards it's like well yeah 60 of them were on one rush in garbage time so i don't know they still haven't committed to giving him the ball mm-hmm. so at that point and he's not the best receiving back on the team either and even even lashawn mccoy got i think six targets as a running back so i i still don't i think right now we have peak leonard for net points wise so i think trading him now is the best thing anybody can do yeah i don't trust any of their receivers mm-hmm. long term either right so. next or running backs, excuse me. Chris Godwin's back. Are you starting Chris Godwin? Um, After a relatively disappointing week one. I am because I have to. But I think that he'll be he'll be fine this week. Yeah. I think that I mean, going forward, I, I, I definitely think that Evans is going to be the best receiver. I hope Just not. because of Tom Brady's skill set. I hope not as well because I don't own Mike Evans in anything. But uh, I think it's going to be an okay week for him since he for sure is playing. And we saw the Steelers pass all over the Broncos last week. So I think this is a good game mm-hmm. for both of them. Yeah, like we said, I don't really trust any of the running game either. Is but, Brock uh, getting the catch? I mean, if he doesn't do it this week, I don't know why he ever would. <laughs> he just looks sad out there. I don't know why he even bothered. It seems just like a waste of time. 
But the line right there is Tampa Bay 6. And while I don't like Tampa Bay much, I'm still taking the line at 6 because I think the Broncos are going to be a shell of themselves. I'm taking Denver. Ooh. Not to win, just no. to cover. All right. Um, next game, we have Sunday Night Football, meaning we have two games left. We have Saints-Packers being the first game. Uh, another game that is actually... If I'm going to be honest, this is one I'd always say is a good game. Breezes look so bad that yeah, I'm honestly just kind of nervous the Saints are going to suck. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like we're on Taysom Hill or Jason Winston. Or it's Jason. Uh, uh, Jameis Winston watch at this point. I saw a bunch of people when Breeze was sucking. Like, why do we put Taysom in? It's like, bro, Jameis Winston is ten times better than Jameis. Oh, I thought you were going to say, Drew Breeze. Yeah. I was like, how about we put Taysom in? It's like, like okay. Now is the time like, to nobody cares. I own Taysom Hill. In Dynasty. That being said, there's no way on earth he should start over Jameis Winston. And I could use another quarterback, so I obviously want him to. But I it's just it's just a tough scene over in New Orleans. Yeah. Um the Packers have been their defense is sneaky kind of good. Granted, they have played two poor teams. Yeah. No, no, I agree. But <laughs> I they mean were, anybody's anybody's defense go look good against they were Minnesota okay last at this year point. Too. Um, I think obviously Kamara is going to have a good game. You're going to want to start him. Um, do we know? I don't believe we know yet if uh, uh, oh, Michael um, Thomas is Michael playing Thomas. yet. So apparently, the Packers doctor is the one who has to sign off on him. The Packers? Yeah, the doctor. Is it? It's Andrews. So he he sees a lot of players. Like I, it's if doctors aren't going to be biased. They don't. If care. you were smart, he wouldn't sign on. <laughs> no, I'm saying like a, a a team doctor is not going to care. Like, yeah. Why would a team doctor care? Uh, but. We're still not sure if he's playing. I would say even if he does play, we probably want to watch out for him. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't trust him. Because it's not like a concussion. I no, mean, it's, it's the thing he uses to cut. Yeah, I would be a little leery of him. I'm not saying bench him, but I would be a little cautious of him, uh, kind of depending on what your team looked like. Um, outside of those two, uh, I mean, Traquan Smith looks like he could be okay, but I wouldn't play him as anything more than a not the, another football guy's uh, what-the-heck flex option there. Um, on the other side of the ball, I think uh, Valdez Scantling is going to really come on I starting this week. So. I, I think he's a good play. I would play him as a wide receiver too, maybe even this week. Uh, definitely as a flex. Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones is going to play very well. So, I think the Saints the defense don't care about got kind of exposed last week in the sense where we all viewed them like, oh, they they stopped the juggernaut that is the Tampa Bay. They're 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 for real. And then they got just picked apart by Derek Carr. Yeah, they saw Tampa on their first. Yeah, week. that's tough. I think that their defense is overrated, and I think that the Packers are a significantly better team. Where do the Raiders rank in total offensive yards? I know these stats aren't everything. Probably number 10. The Raiders rank number 15, Ooh. and they just beat the Saints pretty badly. Where do the Packers rank in terms of total yards? Number one. That is correct. Yep. So if you just look, I know that's like the weakest metric ever to measure this by, but it, I mean, if the Saints are getting blown out by the 15th ranked and yards-wise, yards wise, then you'd think that the Packers are probably going to have their way with them. No, exactly. If Derek Carr could have a day on the Saints, uh, Aaron Rodgers could, especially on the streak he's on right now. Exactly. 300 I mean, yards and three touchdowns a week. I think the Packers are – people think this is going to be a close game. I don't think it is. I think the Packers are going to win by at least five points. Derek Carr was three touchdowns and almost 300 yards with Darren Waller getting 16 targets and the next guy getting three. Well, great. Darren Waller is the best no, guy. No, but I'm, say, I'm just saying he diced a team with one guy. Like, yeah. literally one guy. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm expecting the Packers to win this one pretty heavily. And, obviously, you're going to start all your good players on either Vegas team. Vegas is not, however. They think New Orleans is going to win by three. What? And I'm taking the Packers to win. Not the line. Not the line. To win. What? Yeah. Now, I, I know that I'm historically a terrible gambler, but this just seems like a free money opportunity. It really here. does. I'm taking the Packers straight up on this one, probably plus points. Yeah. I, would, I would probably take them plus four and a half. This reminds me of last week's the Rams against the Eagles that I said I was going to bet on and completely forgot, and then the Rams just absolutely obliterated them. This is that, that matchup The Saints week. are just going to be, like I said about the Vikings, it's going to be a hard team for any of us to wrap around our head. The fact – Excuse me. Wrap our heads around the fact that they suck. Yeah, and I think this could be the beginning of the end. For and the to be Saints honest, uh, Kamara hasn't even looked good. He's looked very, very bad. Yeah, he's been getting bailed out by touchdowns. I mean, in fairness to him, he's getting no help from Breeze. So well, still, it's, and Thomas is gone. The offense is not as good as people think. Still, it is. what's going to change? I mean, like, oh, I'm not suggesting you're wrong. Yeah, it's just he hasn't done anything. And I'm looking at it right here, real quick. 
For Alvin Kamara, he has 95 yards through two games. That's 45 a week. 45 times 16 is what? That's probably like 700 rushing yards. Like the rushing game is – which I guess is normal for him. But the rushing game is completely non-existent. He has been getting it done in the catching game. But if they could just – Ooh, the catching game. Yeah. He has 146 yards, and he's their leading receiver. But if you could just neutralize him in the pass game, they have literally nothing. Um. Did you have any other points, or should I move on to the last game? I w- I'm not trying to discount no, the point. No, just Kamara, 90 yards and three touchdowns mm-hmm. is the most Kamara thing of all time. But we can move on. Um, do you remember – Do you, I don't know if you know this. Do you know what the Monday Night Football game is? It's the best possible game we could have asked for. Ravens Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a hell of a game, and I am very excited for it. Like, I'm actually excited yeah, for Monday Night. This already. one I don't even know because – the Chiefs looked very – like, even Mahomes looked very mortal last week. Because he just got hit so many times. The but, box score doesn't really say No, it. exactly. But what I mean is but he, the Ravens have a better defense than the Chargers do. They have a, they have, well, but the Chargers have a very good defensive line. Bosa yeah. was just living in that backfield. I would be a little nervous, as you said, as a Chiefs fan, just because that – I mean, Mahomes was getting hit on every single yeah. play. I mean, they, they only got one sack recorded. But, like, if we're honest, he got – if we look at his hit numbers, they have to yeah. be crazy high. That being said, I still would take the Chiefs this game. I I still think the Ravens benefit a bunch from the other team's offensive ineptitude. For instance, against the Browns, they had two turnovers inside the 15-yard line of the other team, and they scored two touchdowns out of that. That's 14 free points. You know, I and don't I don't know if see I have an opinion on this. And I don't see the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't that stupid. They're not going to give that up. I just don't know if I have an opinion on this, honestly. I think this game is a, throw, a toss-up, honestly. Because, I mean, even even the Texans, uh, they had two defensive touchdowns against the Texans. And the, against the Browns, they essentially had two. With, they're within the 10, 15-yard line. That's a free 14 I points. might honestly take the Ravens on this whereas, I know we haven't done the lines yet. Whereas I, the Chiefs aren't that, in my opinion, they aren't that stupid. Mahomes isn't going to turn the ball over in the 10-yard line. He's not going to throw a big six. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not what he does. And... Lamar's passing hasn't looked as good as it did in the past either, which, I mean, I mean, it's looked about the same. He's just been getting less touchdowns. Mark Andrews hasn't looked very – he had a good week one, but he was saved by touchdowns. But he's kind of been a little quiet. I don't know. Um, even the running game isn't does not look nearly as good as it did last year in general for the Ravens. So I think that the Chiefs are still going to win it. Yeah, I, I'll say that piece once we read the line. Well, yeah, and obviously – I guess for the starting, start Mahomes, obviously, start Clyde. The thing with them is all the good players on the Chiefs were picked top 20, top 30. Mm-hmm. So you obviously are going to start them. So I don't even feel like I need to go don't through that. Don't start Sammy Watkins. It's probably, oh the, one take, it's probably the one takeaway. Never start Sammy Watkins. Outside of a week one matchup. I'd say maybe start, maybe start Mark Ingram as a flex because you need running backs this year. And I'd say start him as a flex. Why Gus not? Gus Edwards got more touches. Well, that's because it was in garbage time. I know, I know. But, but I think Hollywood Brown will be all right. That's what I was essentially going to say. Mark uh, Andrews, maybe. Even Ingr- though he had one Ingram catch was probably week. a good flex, and if you have to play a receiver, I'd play Brown, but I wouldn't feel incredible about and, it. And the thing is, like, Mark, Mark Andrews, and you spent a third-round Andrews. pick on him. So even though I don't like him per se, you're not going to not play your third-round pick he's if he's healthy. tough. I mean, one for 29 on three targets is just his thing that's what that's why i can never trust him because week one he had five targets and he had three touchdowns but i really do think he's gonna be big touchdown guy still like i think that's why you're gonna play him yeah it's it's just hard to trust him it it is he's just kind of like the stock market he's just up and down up and down the line three and a half for baltimore i'm taking the chiefs no i think i'm taking baltimore Ooh. I think if it was like two and a half, I'd probably take Chiefs. But fair enough. The uh, DFS. Well, I don't know. I'm just gonna take Baltimore. Uh, I thought you said I'm gonna take both of them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> Baltimore. You can do a double bet like that. Uh, <laughs> Not gonna win much. All right, so now we're gonna go ahead and move on. Very quickly, I start, I apologize for the rough overlay here. I know it does not look very nice. Ugh. I know. Uh, but we have. There we go. There it is. So we have my DFS lineup for this week. Obviously, things can change a little bit. Uh, I'm thinking that I might need to go ahead and modify it so that maybe we have um, Deshaun Jackson in there. Ooh. I kind of forgot about him. But uh, as of right now, 
Uh, we went ahead and we used Matt Ryan in the quarterback slot. I, I'm Mr. I'm huge on big like having a lot of value plays, so you can have a lot of like pretty good players. He's one of the biggest ones. Him and Jared Goff, I'd say. Yeah, I went with Matt Ryan, who was surprisingly priced pretty cheap uh, for the running back spots. We went with James Conner. Uh, he had a surprising big week last week, and yeah, we, Brandon and I talked about. We think he's going to do it again this week. Uh, Joe Mixon moved his way into the lineup. I know he's been terrible as of late. But I think this is going to be his big week to shine. As, as of the past two seasons. He's been very good on it. I mean, if you watch the film. But he, I think he's going to have an actual fantasy day this week. Um, surprisingly, Edelman and McLaurin were pretty fairly priced. So I went with both of them. Mm-hmm. They're obviously the only guys that are going to get most of the receptions in those, uh, or most of the yards in those offenses. So I really like them. Uh, and CeeDee Lamb was priced very fairly this week. And he's been putting up massive numbers. So I expect another big week for him, especially given the matchup. Uh, and the shootout potential that they have this week. Uh, I have Hayden Hurst as the tight end. Nice I don't... week last week. What? He had a nice week last week. He did. Uh, and given, like we talked about with, uh, you know, kind of like CeeDee Lamb, I think they're just going to have a shootout on their hands, and he's going to get targets. So. And with Matt Ryan, could get that double dip. I know. We're, we we always love the double dip. Unfortunately, Kevin Ridley was a little too expensive for us. Rightfully so. Uh, in the flex, we have Jarek McKinnon. Don't really know what to expect out of him, but for the price – uh, you can't really beat him in the flex spot, and uh, I think he every week is going to give you a touchdown, essentially. So I really liked him there. And then I went ahead, and for the defense, I took the Buccaneers. Um, this is going to be sad. Bear with me momentarily. I honestly kind of forgot who they play. While you look up that up, I found a fun fact when Whoa. I was looking through some research earlier this What's week. What's that? They play the Broncos, by the way. Stephon Diggs, 16 catches for 290 yards. Calvin Ridley, 16 catches for 290 or 239 yards. Same amount of catches. Incredible. Same amount of t- uh, yards and same amount of targets. Excellent. I don't think we'll see that again. <laughs> and so, uh, was Bucan- that fun? It was very fun. <laughs> I appreciated fun that. Uh, the Buccaneers are playing the Broncos, by the way. So oh, yeah. they have the running back Broncos. on, half the defense gone, and the Jeff Driscoll playing. I think that's going to be a nice week for the Bucks, uh, but that is going to wrap it up uh, for this week. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to the uh, Week Three Preview Show. I will try my best to have the rankings updated sometime this week. I did not do a good job with that last week, so that's all right. Fingers crossed that that gets fixed. Uh, Brandon didn't help me, so we're having a little trouble. It's been a busy week, but uh, I've been pressing the suit. Yeah, <laughs> very excited for the football this week. Hope you guys are as well. Uh, hopefully, not too many COVIDs come out or COVID cases come out on Certainly Saturday. But uh, Brandon, very, 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 very quickly, where can the people find us? The good people can find us where they always find us. Now, that? finishfirstmedia.com. That's finishfirstmedia.com, the greatest website ever made. You well, can also find the, the podcast on YouTube.com. YouTube.com is the second greatest website of all time. You can find us under Suit Yourself Pod. And if you're on there already, just click that like button already. Like, why not? Maybe, you, maybe even to subscribe if you're Maybe you subscribe and maybe ring the bell. Maybe. I'm not telling you to, but if you want to and you're feeling dangerous, go for it. Even leave a comment. Share it with your friends. If you think this is a good video or podcast, share it. If you think it's a bad one, share it with the people in your league so that they can get misinformation. And let us know. Don't, yeah, otherwise, we don't, we don't believe it is. But if you think it is, go for it. That being said, we are on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts at the Suit Yourself Pod. You can find us there, or podcast, excuse me. You can find us there as well. And that that's about it for the plugs. Follow us on Twitter, Suit Yourself Pod. We'll be more active on there as well. I have a meme for the podcast in the works. Tune, stay tuned for that. Wow. Thank you for those amazing plugs, Joe Buck. Uh, no anyway, problem. thank you all for listening. Disrespectful. Have yourself a great evening, morning, or afternoon, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Plugs Joe Buck. That is hella disrespectful. <laughs>